Coming up on this episode of the Dark Theme Park Show, we celebrate Creepy Kingdom's sixth anniversary by speculating on the future of Snow White's scary adventures. Greetings, hello, and welcome to the Dark Theme Park Show, Creepy Kingdoms podcast, all about theme parks. I am your host, Mr. James H. Carter II, and on this very special episode, we are commemorating our sixth year of podcasting here at the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network, and to celebrate we're going to go back to the one that started it all. That's right. We're going to talk about Snow White's scary adventures and speculate on its future as it's about to go down for a long refurbishment. Before we get started, I just want to let you know we are back from our uh, winter break, as it were. We took a break from producing podcast in December, but we are officially back. It's a new year, first episode of the new year the new decade and we have a lot of fun podcast episodes coming up between this show and of course the creepy kingdom movie crypt and we have some uh, new things coming down the pike we just recently announced coming very soon we'll be doing a podcast all about the dark side of the wizarding world of harry potter not just the theme park but all of it <laughs> called wicked wizardry a lot of fun stuff is coming your way. Also want to thank everyone who has supported our new YouTube show, Creepy Quest. If you haven't yet, hop on in the water, <laughs> the creepy water. Uh, we have a ton of new episodes coming of that show as well. So we're very excited. So if you haven't seen them yet or you just caught a few here and there, uh, get over to our YouTube channel, which you can find the link to that at creepykingdom.com. Subscribe and... Follow me and random uh, people from the Creepy Kingdom staff as we go explore different events and places and things and on our never-ending quest for the creepy. And this episode is brought to you by Creepy Kingdom's Patreon. To support what we do here and to get exclusive content... Just go to patreon.com slash creepy kingdom. Okay, so now without any further ado, let's open the gates. Hello, 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 hello. Hi there. And welcome to what you're listening to right now. And before we get into what that is, I have to tell you that... I personally am joined on this episode by the evil queen of Creepy Kingdom, Ms. Roxy Tart. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. That's great. Great news. <laughs> so uh, we're gathered here for uh, a special occasion. Yeah, maybe my favorite occasion of the year. 
Really? <laughs> and why, why is this your, why might this be your favorite occasion of the year? Because it incorporates two things that I absolutely love. This episode every year incorporates my favorite villain, the evil queen, and hmm. the growth of Creepy Kingdom. Oh, I thought you were going to say me, but that's fine. I mean, that too. <laughs> and I was going to say, wow, I, I can't believe I come second, but I didn't even make the list. <laughs> Ice cold, just like the evil queen. That's right. I'm just getting into character. All right. No, uh, we, on December 4th, 2013 it was the launch of the creepy kingdom podcast obviously the original show has uh has ended and we have branched out into a podcast network but um we'd be remiss if we did not take time to celebrate right yeah i see your Speaking gears turning I'm over celebrating. there yeah no it's it's it, well, it's kind of my gears it's more like my ears turning i can hear you in both of my <laughs> earbuds all of a sudden and like there's a delay on one of them so i'm literally hearing everything you're saying with an echo oh does it sound cool threw, threw me off a little bit like oh. you're you're on time over here and a little behind over here hmm. <laughs> it's truly like having two jameses on my shoulder <laughs> would, would both of us be saying the same thing <laughs> Well, I feel like if there were two Jameses, you probably would be saying the same thing. I don't feel like you'd be arguing with each other. I feel like it would just be, yeah, listen to that guy. He's got some valid points. In fact, I'll repeat them verbatim. Um, <laughs> this is the kind of fun antidotes that people tune in for. Well, you know. Right? It's too bad you can't hear this today, delay, James. Today. Today is all about us. Yeah, it is all about us. We're six years old. As a podcast, it's pretty incredible. It seems like it should be longer, but then also most podcasts don't last that long either. So, yeah. So it feels yeah, longer. We than have six been years. doing. <laughs> it does feel longer than six years, but we have been doing the Creepy Kingdom podcast for six years, and as is tradition. On our anniversary, we hearken back to the first episode ever and talk about Snow White. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, recap. We act because and well, for this episode, before we can get into it, I, there's some major uh, Snow White news coming down the pike that really interested to uh, to sink our teeth into, as we haven't really done too many news <laughs> episodes uh, this year of the Dark Theme Park Show. <laughs> But uh, let's take a look back. Right? And it it Go was ahead. really nice of them to release this stuff just in time for our anniversary. So we actually had something Snow White themed to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank uh, uh, Imagineering for coordinating that with us. Really we appreciate, appreciate it, it. We a lot. It. We really do. We'll, we'll see how far this appreciation is going to go as we uh, discuss what's happening. But um, let's, <laughs> so let's take a look back here and... Uh, you know, the first episode ever talked all about the film from 1937, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And so once we hit our one year anniversary, 
I thought it would be appropriate to uh, give our review or thoughts or breakdown. I don't know what we're doing, but we're talking all about Snow White Scary Adventure at Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Which included audio from a uh, ride through on the ride. Yes. Which I... It was our first time, right? Together on the ride. Definitely not our first yeah. time on the our ride. Our first time together. It, yeah. <laughs> that podcast includes an audio recording of mine and James's first time together on the Snow White ride. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. There was. I think there's corresponding video as well, which is... And you could just see uh, a whole bunch of darkness and then uh, right. your hair because of the black light and then... <laughs> And the neon there. And my nails. <laughs> and your nails. The nails, yeah. Yeah, you can see my hair and my nails, and that's it. That's all you can see. It's the whole ride is dark with some hair and nails. <laughs> Truly scary. Yes. Horrifying. But, um, yeah, we did that one. And then uh, for our three-year anniversary, we um, we... We did Snow White's Dark Origins, a little series that might be fun to bring back. <laughs> we haven't done one of those in a while. We talk about the true original story of the uh, Disney films that we have come to love as there. We've done a few of them over the years. We did Snow White. We did Little Mermaid. I know that. But really, we should be doing more because those are really fun shows. Yeah, people love them. So we heard. So we think. <laughs> we got good feedback on them. Yeah, we haven't done it in a while. Yeah, we'll bring that to the movie crypt. Lots of fun stuff. And uh, for year four, what did we do? We uh, we came up with a, a really unique concept. It was a a a, a after hours haunted Snow White event for walt disney world very very specific <laughs> topic very specific and i'm having a really hard time remembering it in fact roxanne i don't remember it at all and we might not even be on it there's a possibility <laughs> yeah there's a possibility we didn't even record it because we don't know what the hell it is so <laughs> Might be something else, <laughs> or someone else. I don't know. Or maybe we even discussed something else. I just read the description, and that was from two years ago. And I was like, "Wow, I really don't recall that at all." Me neither. But I bet it was great. <laughs> Everybody loved it. Yeah. So then the last one we did was that was my show. That's all I remember. So that's four years. Yeah. And what was that concept as <laughs> it was ways to fit the evil queen into uh, like the Disney parks or something like that. Um, but I remember that we switched host places and, and we um, uh, advertised it. I don't know what the right word is. We put it out there as the <laughs> evil queen takes over the creepy kingdom. Uh-huh. So I, I got to just sit back and relax while you you steered the ship. Yep. I wonder who I, was. It just me and you, or was there someone else on the episode? I think it was just me and you. I think I, for the most part, we just do the anniversary shows, just the two of us. Yeah. Except for that one mystery one that maybe somebody else did. I don't know. Maybe it was Grant or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I bet Grant is on that episode, though. That seems like that's how oddly yep. specific it is that, <laughs> that Grant is on that. Yep. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking, I think we did that one with Grant. But I don't know. Maybe when we're done recording, we'll go back and listen to it. Yeah, or you guys could uh, check it out and let us know. I don't know. <laughs> right? If you go back and listen to it, please DM me on Instagram at Roxy underscore Tart and let me know what the episode is about. Because <laughs> I'd love to listen to it. Let me know if it's any good. My time is precious. I can't chance it not being good. No, I'm sure it was great. But anyways, <laughs> uh, last year was the launch of our uh, podcast network. Kind of ended the uh, traditional um you know, original Creepy Kingdom show. And we've, we've branched out into different shows on the same podcast feed. And for the reason that I can only come up with, because we have stretched the Snow White theme as far as it could possibly go, we did not actually record a five-year anniversary show. Despite the- It still seems weird to me. I just I can't... I feel like something got messed up. I feel like something is messed up in the in the uploads or in the oh, well, you think the it, you think it exists? <laughs> There's some weird like meet me at the Circle K thing going on, but I just find it very strange that we did not record a five year show. In fact, I kind of refuse to believe that. Okay, well that's your choice. Um, and it doesn't exist currently, but if you could make it exist, I'll listen to it. <laughs> so okay. meaning, if you like create it on your own, independent of me, and then present it to me, <laughs> see what I can do. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're right. It does exist. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Folks, I'm traveling back in time and doing a five-year anniversary podcast without James. <laughs> the idea actually of us going back and recording or like recording a podcast now as though it were a year ago is pretty odd like it's uh <laughs> it's almost pointless but just to fill in that gap because there shouldn't be a gap it really is what we're saying <laughs> and i feel like we almost might need to go do it so we had to get in the mindset of no, where we were okay. a year ago no i got it i know what we're gonna do i have solved this problem we're just going to create a little snippet of a podcast that is just us saying, hey, guys, for some reason, there's no fifth anniversary edition of this. So we just wanted to come on and say how much we love Snow White. Bye. And then we'll just leave it at that. Oh, you just you just recorded it. Done. And I did it without you. <laughs> Prophecy coming full circle. Wow. There it is. So for people that discover the you know the show and they want to go back, <laughs> go through the catalog, they'll pl- we'll place that one there and uh, I'll be right in the land. But we have to talk about right now, which um, I, you know I think is some major news, and that's why we're talking about it here. And I'm sure if you uh, listening, you think it's major news as well. For only the. Uh, Second time ever, Walt Walt Disney's, I don't know why I said Walt Disney's in front of it, (laughs) this whole, all the stuff's Walt Disney's, right? Uh, Snow White's Scary Adventures is going through a major refurb at Disneyland. The last time this happened was when New Fantasyland came along in 1983, 
and it has not been updated since then. So this is this is a big deal. It's a big deal for Snow White fans. It's a big deal for um, people who love you know the original Dark Rides. This is a big deal for fans of the Evil Queen. Like this ride has gotten no love for years and years and years, and it is one of the like classic opening day rides and it is about time yeah i mean uh maybe it's about time we'll, we'll see here let's we'll see what's, what's what's coming around the the, the river bend here. Um, why don't we start by reading uh what they wrote they the, you know what what uh, they they the disney parks blog when they made this announcement and we we posted this on creepykingdom.com as well um last week if you're listening to this when this comes out when they made the announcement yep. but um let's see so what a few said. days ago on tuesday disney parks blog posted enchanting new magic coming to snow white scary adventures at disneyland park We're always looking for new and innovative ways to enhance our storytelling at the Disneyland Resort. I'm delighted to share that we have exciting changes coming to Snow White's Scary Adventures in Disneyland Park next year. The classic Fantasyland attraction, Disneyland's only ride-through princess attraction, will be updated with new magic inside and out in 2020. Walt Disney Engineering is reimagining how the classic tale of Snow White lives happily ever after, and guests will be invited to follow along with her story. In addition to experiencing familiar elements in the attraction you know and love, you'll discover enhanced story details and all new scenes. For example, a new vignette will show Snow White in a beautiful forest setting, waking up from her deep sleep. Also, the attraction will conclude when Snow White is reunited with her animal friends and a shimmering castle is seen in the distance. Imagineers are implementing state-of-the-art audio and visual technology throughout the attraction, including new music, LED blacklighting, laser projections, and a new animation system. The exterior of the attraction will be completely refreshed to the new fairy tale inspired details <clears throat> to complement the nearby charming Sleeping Beauty Castle. This isn't the first time the attraction has undergone a significant refurbishment. In 1983, as a whole new version of Fantasyland was unveiled, Snow White's Adventures reopened with new technology and a brand new facade, along with a new name. In 2020, this opening day attraction will celebrate 65 years at Disneyland. All right, so. I'm trying to I'm trying to like read between the lines of of this here. <laughs> so there's a, there was a lot of words there, a, a fluff <laughs> as, as it were. But I'm trying to get to the meat and potatoes here. So, well, one thing they really spelled out here is that they're going to have an, a a more detailed ending of the attraction, which is pretty abrupt. Right. You know, on the actual yeah, it's like state. they're gonna be. Getting rid of the storybook uh, vignette, right? That's what it is. Yeah, we were talking about once. Um, yeah, once you come out before you exit the attraction, yeah. that mural that's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it sounds like they're going to be getting rid of the storybook mural that says you know they lived happily ever after and showing what Snow White's happily ever after actually is, which is her. With the prince, castle in the background, reunited with her little animal friends. Okay. And other than that, they just said, you know, new music, new LED black lighting, laser projections, animation system. So, 
before I speculate on what that means, um, let's let's just let's let's kind of recap what happens in the attraction right now. Okay. Are you able to do that off the top of your head? Yeah. <laughs> or do you, or do you need to? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, just want to test. I didn't want to put you on the spot, as I or I did literally put you on the spot. But let's uh, <laughs> let's see what's what, what happens. Okay, now. so so since they're talking about redoing the outside, we will start with the outside right now. When you walk up to Snow White Scary Adventures, there is uh, windows overhead up in the tower, mm-hmm. and every few minutes, the evil queen opens the curtain and looks down. And then closes the curtain again. Pretty awesome. So that's nice and cool. Um, The outside of it right now is like a grayish stone color. um, As is, you know, a lot of fantasy land. But I feel Uh, particularly that the facade of Snow White's scary adventures is a little foreboding as compared to the other fantasy land attractions. Yes. It it is. It's darker. It's got the like um like it's got all the trees around it and you know. Yeah, it's got like a grayish it's not it's not the pink and it's not the blue that they've redone the castle in. It's the old kind of stone grayish mixed color ish. And it does look a little run down, especially compared to the new castle, which works great for Snow White's scary adventures but I'm sure they're going to give it an overhaul that it'll now match the new castle colors. Well, I don't want to talk about what you think is coming yet. Let's just talk about what's there now. So you, All right, you, okay. you enter so the you, queue and right away you, you, the you go to you the, the, no, to the apple. You forgot the apple oh, first. Sorry. I skimmed around by that. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, why well, you got to pass up my apple? You go right now. There's an interactive apple at the beginning. It opens. Um, there's a book and there's an apple. And if you put your hand on the apple and it's working and you do it at the right time, then you hear the witch's cackle come over. And that's a cool concept. I have a friend that actually licked that apple. So gross. Um, I was like, <laughs> I didn't know where that story was going, but that was the end. It was <laughs> that was it. That was the end. That was, that was the whole thing. So then you walk into the queue and you see um, the dungeon inside the castle, and it's the evil queen's like little dungeon workshop place. So it's got the book open to the um, spell for the poison apple. You've got the raven is in there. You've got skulls and lots of pennies that people have thrown in. Yeah, real strange phenomenon there. <laughs> but uh... right. And um, I feel I, I like to think that they're like trying to pay off the evil queen to not curse them. Okay, I'll I'll buy that one. <laughs> All right, cool. So then there's um the facade in the beginning of the ride is like the outside of the dwarves' cottage. Lots of trees, and it's very sweet. You get into cars that are based off the... They're not really mine cars. They're cars that are based off the beds of the dwarves, which I always thought was a little weird, but whatever. Interesting choice. Uh, Right? I've got the names on them and stuff. And so you start the ride, and basically you just go around the wall, and then you are looking at the outside, and now you are inside the... Dwarf's cottage. But Snow White's outside. All right, when you make that, make that, right? Isn't she? Isn't no, she? 
Snow White's on the stairs. She's inside the cottage on the stairs going up to the second floor. Oh, my brain is melding together. Uh, Walt Disney World's before it closes. She was sitting outside of the cottage. Yeah. In the one that still exists, she is inside. Gotcha. Okay. Headed up to the bedroom. Um, so, yeah. So then you go through that, and then you go into the Seven Dwarves Mine. So it's all sparkly, and they're singing like hi-ho and whatnot. Um, and then, and there's a hidden Mickey in there. So if you haven't found it yet, you might want to go and look for it before they possibly change it, because we don't know. What is, uh, I don't know what it is, actually. <laughs> in the mines? Really? Yeah, for real. Yeah, in the mines, there's three little jewels that make up a hidden Mickey on the right-hand side of the wall. Oh. More you know. I'll send you a photo. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so then, uh, let me see. So you pass through the mine and then you head, I think, right into the queen's castle and you go into the throne room Mm -hmm. with one of my favorite scenes with the queen standing in front of her beautiful peacock mirror saying magic mirror on the wall. And then she turns around and it's the hag. And she says, with this disguise, I'll fool them all. That's Just like that. Yeah. Very accurate. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so then you go through that and I, I don't know, right here, it gets a little tricky. You go through like a forest and like a, Marsh area. Oh, no, there's I, a boat. I, I, no, you there's... go back into the dungeon. You totally skipped skeleton. over. Oh no, you go back into the dungeon, <laughs> yeah. and the skeletons are hanging there. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you go back into the dungeon, or you're still in. You go from the throne room into the dungeon. Right, I meant back as opposed to the then... beginning of the ride when you passed the first part of the dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah, and then there's skeletons, and she's in the dungeon, and she's doing. The whole poison apple thing. That's right. She's making the poison apple. Yep. And then you go out to the forest, which uh, is probably the, the creepiest part. The marsh first. No, you, 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 there's the marsh because she comes out from under uh, under a bridge to give the apple to give you the the now poisoned apple. <laughs> she comes. She's coming at you from oh, the left yeah. when you come out. Emerges oh, from the that's darkness. Right, that's right. I, okay. I don't remember, I don't remember what yeah. she says, um, but she says something. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what she says. But um, on the but on the right are where the crocodiles and the bats on the strings. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> which which is incredible. <laughs> anyway, I like them. And uh, I hope they don't seek them out. I like them. Yeah, yeah and okay. then, then you hit the forest right after that. Then you hit the forest. Which is definitely the creepiest part of the ride because those trees are terrifying. Um, and will always remind me of Babes in Toyland. Just throwing that out well, there. Chicken, chicken or the egg? Uh, you know? I mean, what came first? <laughs> right. Uh, so then, so you go through, and then you end up outside the dwarves' cottage with the queen, with the apple. And and she's trying to give Snow White the apple, but Snow White's not there. Um, well, so she offers it to the guests. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I want to go back to that point. <laughs> but I wanted to, stopping on this 
this thing there. The, the, the door opens up and the queen tries to hand you the apple. And originally there was an animatronic or uh, whatever <laughs> that it was of the queen with an apple on it. And mm-hmm. they changed it to this hologram <laughs> because I guess people kept stealing the apple. Yes. And I actually, I know someone who grew up in Anaheim and he was in fact one of the people that repeatedly stole an apple out of this ride. And he actually has like three in his collection. Wow. Yeah. Well, because of him, we have her, them. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I just assumed it was a guy. Um, <laughs> it was a guy. Okay. Uh, I, I don't, this hologram is pretty weak. Uh, it never really does the trick. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It kind of sucks. Uh, and then from there, um, you turn the corner. And... and then you're on a mountain. There's a mountainside in front of you. And the witch is at the top. And she has a giant boulder. And she's trying to... to to roll the boulder down over the seven dwarves and crush them into little dwarfy piles of goo. Wow. But instead she gets struck by lightning and falls off a cliff. And then Sad. somehow the ride ends with them living happily ever after. Yeah. And then you go out and it's, it's the storybook picture thing and it says they lived happily ever after and it's Snow White and her prince. And then you leave. Okay. So I'm going to assume that even if you did ride this before 1983 that you probably are not going to be able to recall it. Nope. Probably. Did did, did you ride this before 1983? (laughs) I'm trying to think when my first um trip was so in 1983 i was so no that was right around when my first disney trip was but no i absolutely completely do not remember it at all yeah no i definitely didn't my first trip or time going to disneyland was 1987 so um i haven't i did not experience this um i have um yeah I want to say my first trip was right around, it was either like the end of 83 or beginning of 84. It have been the beginning of 84. Hmm. Well, it might have been just open, but you don't remember it. But either way, you would have missed the original. Um, from my recollection, this is all from my past reading of books and stuff like that. Um, yeah, new the, the they gutted New Fantasyland from the ground up. And I feel like it was uh, it was uh, it was closed for like a good part of a year, <laughs> uh, whatever leading up to it. So I can, it's hard to imagine a entire a Disneyland with a not a functioning Fantasyland for so long. Right? It is a really weird thought when you think about it. You think about going to Disneyland and there's no Fantasyland. They're like. I, mean, I, I can't even imagine that at all because it's like imagine like we're gonna we're gonna redo Fantasyland completely from the ground up, and it's gonna be super awesome when we're done, 
in next year. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like, and I don't, I don't think that would go over. And you, if you're listening and you're older than we are and you remember Fantasyland before New Fantasyland, hit us up in the DMs because we would love to have a chat with you. Yeah, or publicly too. I mean, it doesn't need to. What's, what's, all these, what's all this sliding in the DMs you're requesting today? No, I mean, they should hit us <laughs> up and then, like, we'll like record a, a conversation. Like, we'll do a little conversation podcast. It would be awesome with, like, their memories and stuff like that. Oh, that, that would be great. I, I concur. Right? In fact, and that... maybe I just want people sliding into our DMs, James. All right. Like... <laughs> all right, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It's Act- more intimate with DMs. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. So you can, you know, you can say whatever you want to say without everyone <laughs> judging you. That's right. Uh, you just rem- you reminded me that of something that I just remembered very recently was a podcast episode I did year- really early on in the show where I interviewed somebody that went to the '65 World's Fair and saw great moments of Mr. Lincoln malfunction. Neat. Which was completely off of just someone random I came across on Twitter that said they saw this. And I'm like, I need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that is the kind of content that we want. Those yes. are the kind of... Seriously? Come on. Sorry, my um, my earbud keeps falling out. Sorry, guys. Um, Those are the kind of conversations I want to have. If you're listening to this and you have stories about old... Disneyland or old World's Fair or old anything. Hit us up. Let us know. We want to talk to you. Share your story with the world. <laughs> Please. So Please. I think that we need to read the uh, the summary of the original version of the ride to see where where it where it has started. Um, okay. Since, so since, that would since you can't be... recall it, <laughs> no, because you probably didn't go no. on it. <laughs> no, I don't think I made it. All right. 1955 to 1982. For the original 1955 version of the attraction titled Snow White and Her Adventures, it was intended for park guests to experience Snow White's story through her point of view, which is why she herself wasn't in her own attraction, although a figure of her was added to the ride for a brief period in the 1970s. After guests boarded their ride vehicles, they would begin their adventure by venturing into the mine where the dwarves dig for diamonds. At the mine's exit, Dopey could be seen pointing to a sign reading, Beware of the Witch. After passing a forest full of Snow White's animal friends, the guests would approach a fork in the road with arrows pointing to the dwarf's cottage or the Wicked Witch's castle. The vehicles would turn in the direction of the castle and two vultures ominously perched on a tree near it. At the castle entrance, the vehicles would begin to escape towards the direction of the cottage, only for a gate to fall down and trap the guests inside. (laughs) As the guests went through the castle halls, passing by skeletons moaning, go back, guests would see the witch at her cauldron preparing her poisoned apple. Then, after escaping the castle, the vehicles wind through a dark forest lined with living trees before finally reaching the dwarves' cottage with the witch standing in the doorway to offer guests her apple. Finally, the vehicles would travel towards the entrance of a cave with the witch standing above it trying to move a boulder to crush the guests. Upon entering the dark cave, the guests would hear the witch meeting her demise before returning to the boarding area and exiting the attraction. So, I mean, (laughs) this, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about this version of the ride. Like, this was meant to horrify people. Like, (laughs) like, and... Yes. I don't have this the... is almost ex- 
exclusively the witch and scary stuff happening, and she tries to kill the guests. Yeah, because you're Snow White. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is 1955. This predates the Haunted Mansion. That's why this ride is the original spooky ride at Disneyland. And I don't have the quote here available, but um, in the book, uh, the Disneyland story, uh, which chronicles the building of Disneyland from concept to the 70s, at least. Uh, when talking about this attraction, there is a quote from Walt pretty much saying um, my summary of it or paraphrasing is that that kids need to learn how to deal with being scared in order to. Yep. <laughs> that's that's basically the paraphrasing. That's it. That's that's what he meant. (laughs) (laughs) And it was it was, you know, we've all well, I I can't say we've all but we've read it numerous times that people tried to convince Walt Imagineers tried to convince Walt that the ride was too scary and that he should change it. And he stood his ground. He stood his ground. (laughs) He's like, it's my name on there. Gosh, darn it. (laughs) It's not going to change. And I am going to scare these people. I mean, and typically, I'm me personally. I'm not a you know that's what Walt would have done kind of guy. I definitely think that um, you know things need to progress and change and all that kind of fun stuff. But um, the ride has just had so much controversy because parents, you know, put them on. And sorry, I just got distracted by a text. That said, they saw me on NBC News last night, and Fred Rogan Whoa. made fun of me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's really distracting. <laughs> and we're gonna take a break. <laughs> no, we're gonna, we'll keep going with this. I feel like the second part was, was not serious. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> Um, that's interesting all right so um what are we talking about snow white Uh, (laughs) oh it's the scariness uh you know so they've they changed the name of the ride they added scary to it and all that stuff but and that's why i wanted to bring up the, the current state of the attraction is that it's called snow white's scary adventures the first thing you encounter after the apple is a dungeon Mm-hmm. Like there is like they doubled down on the fact in the 83 redo that this is going to be scary. <laughs> so, yeah. What? And it, when the, well, I mean, New Fantasyland brought a couple, you know, it introduced well, I, I didn't introduce, but it reinforced quite a few scary things in the different dark rides. This just happened to be the only one that is like advertised as being scary. Oh, uh, really? What, what other things were scary that weren't there well, before? Pinocchio has, Pinocchio has a scary element to it. Well, yeah, Pinocchio, yeah. Pinocchio, uh, debuted with this version and I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah that's all very scary. You know, it doesn't advertise it. No, <laughs> nope. And, um, Mr. Toad's wild ride. You know, you get hit by a train and you go to hell and like, um, 
again, it, it's not a scary ride, but it did, it does have these scary elements when they, you know, mm-hmm. the, the eighties refurb of fantasy land did not, it, did not decide to get rid of the scariness is I guess what I'm Yeah, they didn't like, soften it soften it up. <laughs> I don't really recall the what was the before and after of Toad or Peter Pan or even Alice for that matter from the 83 redo. Um I know that there has been changes. I just don't know them off the top of my head, but off top but off the top of my head, I don't think that they changed anything in those rides to make them more or less scary. <laughs> Nope. Yeah. Well, that that was that was my point. Mm. When they redid it, they did not make anything less scary. You know, and in this case, they made it. In in the case of Snow White, they actually made it more scary and added scary to the name. Like they were not pulling any punches when they did the eighties, the eighty three uh, refurb of Fantasyland. They weren't. <laughs> and. In its current state, I was mentioned you said that it hasn't gotten any love. Um, but my real thought for a long time is that, for the most part, that it didn't need it. Um, my my biggest complaint with this ride is that I feel like it's over too fast. I agree. I think it's too short. Um, other than that. And the hologram. <laughs> uh, I did. I, I. I didn't really feel like I wanted anything else because I just love it so much in its current state. I disagree. Okay, I figured since you said that. So <laughs> just, I mean, the, they didn't have love. So where, where, where are the areas that you think love is is needs to be shown? It's not, and I, I don't mean that, like, I don't mean it hasn't been given, given any love, like it's run down or anything like that. I do agree with you that the current state of the ride holds up incredibly well. You know, when you consider how much time has passed and how much technology has come and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it's gotten little refurbs here and there. It's not like it hasn't gotten any love. It it has, but it it hasn't gotten any major updates. And I don't feel like... You're talking about like want. I don't really feel like it needs major updates because I feel like it holds up, but I feel like I want it to have those updates. You know, I thought Peter Pan, you know, Peter Pan's an awesome ride, but a few updates made it look cooler. Alice in Wonderland was an awesome ride. And when they updated it, it just made it cooler. Yeah. No, you know? yeah, for and, those, yeah, those updates are, are, are awesome. Uh, particularly the Alice yep. one, and that is that is what I want for you know a new a new ending to Snow White. That's fine. The ending kind of sucks of the ride. What, you know, if there's one thing we can all agree on is that the ending to Snow White is nothing to write home about. Um, so a new ending, I think that's awesome. But but I am so looking forward to the pluses and the enhancements that they're going to add to the ride to make it better, just visually better. Hmm. Well, I'll say one thing for, <laughs> uh, I could see, I agree with you. I could see the little enhancements, you know, making it better and and being excited about that. But there's something very unsettling and organically creepy that I love about the 
marsh to forest scene. Yes. Particularly the bats on a string. <laughs> and I, I mean, that's that's just like, that's just me and my personal taste. But uh, <laughs> and I mean, and I I do I I do share that. And there's got there's probably a lot of people listening who share that opinion. There is something about it. It's that old creepy you know it's that old vintagey creepy vibe and we love that but you know there's new generations coming that won't love it you know what i mean and like that's kind of sad but well, i don't know we're probably gonna lose our bats on strings <laughs> that's that, that that'll be one sad loss i'll, I'll be bummed <laughs> It, I'll be really sad if they take out the gators. I love those gators. I feel like the gators are gonna enhance, are gonna get an enhancement. <laughs> yep, and like I'm cool if they get a little enhancement. I'm totally okay with it. You know, a little bit of lighting, a little bit of something like. And and that's the thing is that if what they do is they want to go in there and they want to add some uh, some animation and some plussing and they want to give it more life for lack of a better term. Like I, I cannot wait, but I really hope that like Alice, they leave us with our, our base ride. Yeah. It's weird. Cause I can't even really speculate or picture where animation would really work in its current state. I mean, well, sure. okay. You've got, Okay, you've got the, um, you know, in the throne room where there's like lightning. You know what I'm talking about? Um, lightning. Yeah. Does uh, lightning happen when she turns around? Yes, it's like she turns around, and it's projections and LED lights and whatnot, and it's the, uh, it's the effect of like cobwebs and electricity, like running oh, through yeah. the wall. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's already an effect right there that with the technology that we have now can be made a billion times cooler. You know, um, the bats are another one, you know, that could easily be, a uh, um, projection on scrim or, you know, something like that to make that just cooler and a little more lifelike, I guess. I feel like they would probably just get rid of the bat. The bats are not really an essential part of the scene. <laughs> really, I don't think they would re enhance the bats. I feel like they would just like, it's just ax them out of the right completely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the marsh, you know, I, I, I feel like they'll put, um, I feel like they'll put more projections in that really make you feel like there's water and, and you know, that you really are in, like a, a marshy swamp, mm -hmm. you know, area. Um, I just, I, hopefully they'll fix the hologram, which. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, honestly, that's probably the only thing, but it's just weird. Um, it, Al, the Alice animations just like, that's like from, like from the film cut into the attraction just are so seamless. Like, it just works, and it seems like on paper that it shouldn't. Like, it would seem like, well, that's going to be weird, because here's the actual, like, physical Alice, and then <laughs> here's an anime. You know, here's the... Uh, right. So I'm not saying it's impossible to make it impressive. I'm just saying I personally can't see it. Um, 
but I hope that they incorporate animation because I like how they've done it, you know, and and those refurbs. Um, the other another another thought I have, or not thought, or the thing I want to bring up too of the shortness. Uh, the last time I went to the park, I made sure that I, you know, got to ride it because I knew they were gonna do the refurb, and it was the first time that I ever noticed this. Um, but we were going super fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I didn't even really, I've never noticed a change, a difference in speed any other time that I've been on it, but it was like, we were, we were hauling. Like when we were, when we made some turns, I like I, my body was moved to the other side of the, of the, of the bed, of the cart bed. <laughs> <laughs> Like, however long it is normally, which was what, I mean, what are you going to say? Like, normally, like a minute and a half, like. Right. You know, Super quick. I would I would say that it was under a minute, like, the last time that I went on it. Like, it was like, like, I don't know if that was like an effort because it was crowded and then that's like their new thing just to like. like speed everything speed up. Speed everything up. Because I also felt, I also felt that way on Toad when I went on it too, that it was, that was faster than normal either. I'd never noticed that before. Have you ever noticed that at any point? Like the fantasy on ride speeding up? I don't know. I don't think so. So yeah, I just wanted to, I don't really know how that plays into all of this, but it, it, it you know, for me, I'm like, Yo, slow down, man. Let's take in the uh, the scenery here. <laughs> this is my last ride, you know. Like, <laughs> I have bats on strings to look at. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna get into a little bit of speculation—not speculation, rumors that I heard. I will say that this is information that I heard on one of my favorite podcasts, the Disney Dish with Jim Hill. Friend of the show has been on Creepy Kingdom, and my source for rumors come true most of the time. <laughs> He's got a pretty good track record. <laughs> His podcast is literally called The Disney Dish, meaning he's dishing, <laughs> dishing all the dirt. Um, and he was discussing the refurb of this ride, and apparently, the issue of how scary it is, is still an issue in 2019. I'm not surprised. Actually, I I would believe that it was more of an issue now. Really? Because, yeah, well, because, you know, back in the 80s, when we were children, you were allowed to do things like ride your bike by yourself to your friend's house and, you know, drink from the hose and get vaccinated (laughs) and stuff like that. Uh, And nowadays you have these parents that are so (laughs) like overprotective and, and they just, you know, they want to shield their kids from anything bad or scary or, you know what I mean? That. Yeah. I, I believe that exists, but I also believe that there's a whole other generation of kids that are raised by people like us. <laughs> yes. But those people just a little bit older than us, you know that those people, yeah, those people, they're still loud. And now it's their grandkids. Ah, you know. Yeah. And there's always there's always a sign this petition or do this or you know, 
what what's that organization that hates everything? One million moms or something like that. Um, but like, they're still there, and really, until they go away, we're gonna have to deal with that kind of crap. Yeah, I mean, I mean, stuff like that's never gonna go away. Like, as but as a cultural standard, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, can we let this riot exist? And it's and it's, can it just exist? Can you choose to not bring your child on it? Like, you don't have to go on it. <laughs> right? That's not how the world works, James. Everything needs to be tailored for little Timmy. Okay. <laughs> little Timmy. <laughs> I will never forget. Okay, so I had a friend who had a kid, I, and I, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but this this kid's mom was part of this group online, and it was all these moms, and they would rate and talk about kids' movies, Disney movies and stuff like that, and why your kids shouldn't watch them, like what the bad things were. Mm-hmm. And this little boy was not allowed to watch Toy Story because Sid was too scary and too... Could make too much of an impression on him. And he wasn't allowed to watch Peter Pan because Captain Hook was too mean. And like, and this, this, this is a group of, of parents our age, okay, our age who were not allowing their children to watch these cartoons because they were worried that the kids were too impressionable and it would give them the wrong message. <laughs> You know, it, and we're going down a rabbit hole here. It's an important topic on the Snow White reefer, but I, I think this all comes down to, like, <laughs> you should be able to teach your children right from wrong. I mean, like, and not not leave it up to entertainment to do it. <laughs> Roxy's appalled by that statement, I know. but <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not appalled. My, um, my, my Chrome just quit on me. Oh. <laughs> And I was afraid my whole computer was shutting down. It it did this weird uh, thing. So I'm just not going to touch anything. You're like, how dare you say that? No, I think you agree with what I just said. <laughs> yeah, I 150 <laughs> beeping percent agree with what you just said. Look, you like that? Like how I beat myself there? Yeah, yes, appreciate it. Um, no, I, I I totally agree. We've had this conversation many times. I'm sure we've had it on the show. Um, but... I agree. You have values and you have lessons and stuff that you want to teach your children. It's up to you to teach your children. It's not up to the rest of the world to conform to what you think that your children should learn. And the fact that Snow White's scary adventure is still being talked about and the fact that it is scary is still something that people are trying to fight because they don't want their kids to see it. Just ridiculous. I don't know, man. I I'm just thinking like <laughs> I'm just thinking of the scenarios of like that you like have to like you like just forced to bring your child on the ride. <laughs> like it's how easy is it to divert your child's attention at Disneyland if they're that young that but you're, that's, you're... <laughs> but that's not it. See, that's where you're not getting it. See, maybe it's because you're not a parent, but that's where you're not getting it. Hmm. It's not that. It's not that I like have to divert my child from the ride. It's that my child should be allowed to go oh, on the ride. Oh, so I, there we because go. That's a whole I different perspective. I paid to bring my child to Disneyland, <laughs> and therefore your ride should uh, 
you should follow my beliefs and values. That's what it is. So these parents are crazy. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's completely ludicrous idea. I mean. And, and, and the reason I wanted to get into this a little bit, because, I mean, the whole reason that this show exists <laughs> and the creepy kingdom and all I love is that, I've, is that this kind of stuff really spoke to me as a child. This was and like and left an impression on me in a and I think that it should be celebrated and not looked upon as uh, as, um, you know. Is the redheaded cousin that we let come out on Halloween time, you know? <laughs> I agree, and our listeners agree. That's why they're here. Yeah. And thankfully, there there is a whole, uh, not even I, I don't even want to use the word community. I uh, and I don't want to use subculture. I don't want to use any of that because it's bigger than all of that. There is a whole section of our of our society that believes that and you can see it you can see it when you're online you can see it when you're on instagram especially this halloween you know this year halloween was just you know people were mm. just down for it and when halloween ended it, it didn't end you know we're gonna keep it going and we've got keep christmas creepy our thing that we did last year and tons of people are using that you know a lot of people are doing hexmas this year and um you know uh Haunted holidays, and these are all things that that you see come up over and over and over again. So you know that these people are out there. You know that that our people who saw this stuff when they were kids and loved it and it had some kind of effect on them are out there. We're just still battling the other people who think that it's bad <laughs> and don't let their kids read Harry Potter. <laughs> and just, and also the and, and just. You know, I again, this is this is a deep dive topic, but this whole idea of like keeping stuff from your kids is gonna like, 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 like is gonna accomplish anything. It's just gonna make them want them more. Like, it is like the dumbest thing. Like, that's yeah, just me. and like anything, like anything. If you don't teach your children about it, they will find out from other places. Yeah, of any you topic. Know, the you stuff- know? Of any topic, this stuff exists in the world, and therefore <laughs> you have to deal with it. And these people that think that they can like shield their kids from it, whatever it is, or make it not exist because they don't want it to or whatnot—it's just absolute ridiculousness. And it, it on on this, and it's on a huge scale. It's on like uh, you know gay couples down to Snow White scary adventures. You know the. Uh, <sighs> You can't shield your kids from this stuff. This stuff exists and it is valid. So just teach them how to understand it. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to like it, right? You could just be like, "What this? This is what this is." <laughs> I don't like it, but you know, if you like it, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... Just some just like it doesn't mean it's not valid, right? Right. <laughs> I I know, and I we and we have. We have hell of rabbit hold. I know. I know. I'm very passionate. I know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm keeping us on track as the host here, um, <laughs> because it, I think was this, this is definitely this is a major part of this because the rumor is that the complaints are still there and that they're going to remove scary elements. But what you were just theorizing earlier about changing the facade to fit um, 
you know, uh, Sleeping Beauty castle. I, I think that's a horrible idea. <laughs> like, you know, like, I think when they did the 83 refurb and they were like, all right, this ride is super scary, guys. Like, make the choice whether you want to go on it the same way that kids have been making the choice whether they want to go in a haunted mansion since it opened. <laughs> but it is a little different in Fantasyland because when they redid, when they opened New Fantasyland, all of New Fantasyland matched. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of the point. The the buildings that Bibbidi Bobby Boutique and Snow White and Peter Pan and Pinocchio are in are technically part of the castle. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything matched. So I do understand why they would want, now that they've redone the castle again, why they would want to match the outside facades of uh, yeah, the I'll, ride. I'll, 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 I'll give you that. I'm just, that's just my first thing. That I'm just saying, I feel like, I feel like the, the beginning, the dungeon scene in the queue is going to be taken away with that. I feel like, I feel like a lot of the, scary elements are going to be taken away like at first well i I didn't think so when i first read this i wasn't i didn't think so but now that i'm hearing this other side of it it's actually got me concerned okay well mr carter i am not putting any of that out into the universe (laughs) (laughs) we will not speak of such horrible atrocities because i feel like they they will come true this this post from the Disney Parks blog, they they really wanted to let us know all about the end, and they yes. and they they did not mention anything else about any other scene. They just said that enhancements were coming. Like this was, yes. I feel like this was a diversion from something drastic happening to the attraction. I don't know what, but I'm just saying. <laughs> And I feel like they are going to Alice in Wonderland this thing. They are going to leave our beloved ride like it is, just plus it up a little bit and give it a better ending. Yeah, I I think it needs to be longer. I don't know how that's going to work in that space. Um, Do we have a time frame here? It's not in the article. It closes on January 6th. No, I mean when it opens, though. (laughs) Uh, It just said 2020. So they they have not released when the refurb is over, because that would really give me an no. indicator of like of what they're of like what could, I, what's possible. I guess. Well, no, the only thing that they mentioned was that it would be sixty five years old when it reopens. So so if reopen they're by, planning by on the summer. Yeah, so if they're planning on reopening it to like coincide with the summer celebration, then it could be. Six months, five months, six months. Yes. Yeah, so. And if not, it could be, you know, a couple and we'll get it back. But they haven't announced it yet. So, it, yeah, I mean, they haven't said it all, but I'm going to I'm going to guess that a six month refurb. That could be a that could be like a bad sign. I mean, for for a fantasy land dark ride, that's like that's like a gutting. Really? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Do you remember? Oh, man, my Chrome closed. Okay, I'm going to see if I can look up how long, unless you remember off the top of your head, um, Alice in Wonderland was down for. No, I don't. I don't remember that. Okay. Um, I can look it up if <laughs> your thing's not no. working. Um, it's all right. I think I'm okay. Okay. 
I don't actually because um, I wasn't I wasn't living here during the refurb for Alice, so that wasn't something I was watching. All right. And I feel like that was well, very low key. I feel like that was like uh, not really announced, and they didn't really make a big deal about it closing. I don't know if you were calling it something different, but um, well, I wasn't living down here, but I that was the point in time when I was basically coming down here once a month um, to go to Disneyland. Uh, and I, I, I remember, I remember that it was a big deal for us because it, it was Katie's favorite dark ride. Oh, so she always wanted to go on because, it. Yeah. And it was closed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so I remember when they closed it, I remember, you know, hearing about the refurb and I remember that, that that particular refurb was kind of a, excuse me, I have hiccups, um, was kind of a big deal in my life. I was like, sounds like it's a big deal for like, you. Uh, you're like, you're like coming to tears here. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> but it, you don't know what the, what the climate was <laughs> of, uh, of the community, but I don't know, but we'll see how long, what, I'm going to guess that based on what they did there, um, I'm going to guess it was a three to four month refurb at Alice. Let's see if my, okay. I, I feel like, um, did, I feel like the red tape of what can be done at, at Disney parks is so slow <laughs> that, um, that's for sure <laughs> that, they, that they, you know, like that, you know, six months. Like, I mean, you could get a ride in that amount of time and rebuild it, sure. But I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's going to be completely gutted. But, I, but it, I'm just thinking if they're like, we're going to add this scene here. You're going to at the end, like, where's that going to go? Like, it has to go in the forest scene. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> like that's where that has to be. Right. So if. If we're following along okay. in the story, you got the info. Um, yeah. So in February of 2014, Disney announced that Alice in Wonderland would close for an extended refurbishment. And when the attraction reopened, July of 2014. So February to July. So about six months. Yep. Yep. The exterior of the attraction was cleaned up and decorated. Each of the interior scenes was repainted and plussed. We all know what happened in there. That, it was kind of awesome. Oh, they and they added uh, no the the the, ex, the main thing they did in the exterior was um the uh, uh they put up the uh, railings to make it look yeah the, the railings yeah yeah <laughs> that OSHA made them put up once upon a time that yeah, yeah. stood there for years and years and years <laughs> right they they rethemed those to make it match not look just like crappy railings. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, we're looking at like about five, six months to redo Alice. They put in new animatronics because um, remember they got the new uh, Queen of Hearts animatronic they put in there. Um, what else? I don't remember a lot of it and my I, I just shut Chrome again. Um, but yeah, I know they they repainted everything. They added the new projectors. They uh, 
replaced a couple of animatronics. Um, they replaced the uh, like black lights with LEDs. Um, you know, most of the same stuff. So maybe we would be okay with the six month one. Yeah, you're right. Because if that there, there's nothing fundamentally different uh, nope. about the Alice refurb. No, everything they did enhanced the ride, mm-hmm. which is my favorite. I, I I I wish they'd do it for all of them. You know, I, I like when when Snow White closed in Disney World. Like that was super sad. You know, when Snow White's Scary Adventures, but even though they have the Mine Train ride, like it, it was super sad. And it really is sad to see our, our like old favorite rides go. But with the technology that we have and stuff, just being able to plus them up and and enhance them and make them better, like there's no reason not to. You know, it just it really makes everyone happy. It makes the younger generation happy because it's something that's going to catch their attention and keep their attention. It makes the older generation happy because we still get the ride that we love. No, I agree. I agree. Um, one other thing that was kind of brought up <laughs> on this uh, Jim Hill episode <laughs> was um, the uh, kind of that the company is not really championing Snow White. <laughs> at the current state of things. Um, for one, the, the character is, uh, is not, so Snow White is not looked at as, as a, uh, as a, uh, a role model as much as the, uh, current princesses are. <laughs> no, not at all. She's completely a product of her time. Uh, so they're trying to kind of, you know, shift the spotlight. <laughs> A little bit there. <laughs> and then the other thing was that apparently uh, dwarves is not a nice or appropriate thing to be said either. Yeah. <laughs> so it is. Uh, uh, so it's and it's interesting that this, you know, uh, Summer Doors Mine Train, you know, is. I think it opened 2014, maybe 13. One of those. I don't know. It's all blur for the new fantasy land, but, um, <laughs> cause it opened up in so many phases, <laughs> you know, they got rid of snow white, scary adventures and magic kingdom. And then they, and claimingly, you know, it's okay. Cause now they gave this other experience, uh, themed into snow white, but I don't, I don't know how popular Snow White is, like as a, <laughs> as a, as an IP, <laughs> I guess. And what's really interesting is that they put the mine train in Shanghai. It's so it's Seven Doors Mine Train, but the same attraction is opening uh, soon in Hong Kong Disneyland, and it's going to be themed to Frozen. Interesting. Yes, yeah, um, which I think apparently it's the same exact you know layout and all this stuff but it's it's a it's going to be a frozen attraction uh so uh well we all know that they're they they're never going to act like do away with snow white but uh, uh, well, as know, far as as 
<laughs> she's I, the original princess and she's the first princess and so she'll always be around but depending on who you are and how you look at it her as a character her story the whole thing can be considered problematic yeah i mean that's pretty much i mean <laughs> you know i i have i have two nieces they are seven and ten and i would much much rather that they looked up to you know Anna and Elsa, Merida, um, you know, Shuri from uh, Black Panther, you know, then Snow White, because she didn't have much of a personality. Her whole existence and and her, her whole everything was based around this man, you know, like, it's just, it's not something that you want your little girls to learn nowadays, like... So I totally get it. And I, 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 I and this, 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 this is all conspiracy theory. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the current day Walt Disney Company is heading on that path of trying to sweep things under the rug, for, if, if even temporarily, you know. I, but based on the, on the, on the culture, you know, there's this really interesting thing on Disney Plus. Where on a lot of the old films, they have some kind of warning. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, like the Looney Tunes cartoons did uh, when they re-released them. Yeah, um, which I, I I forget exactly what it says, but basically saying that you know that the, the there may have things that are culturally uh, outdated <laughs> or something like that. Yep. Which I'm not even really sure how I feel about it, to be honest, because I feel like things should be available in their original state. Um, but, and I believe, I feel like we talked about this when we talked about Disney Plus first being announced. <laughs> but, um, uh, but maybe all these things don't need to be easily accessible to children or marketed to children. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I- I feel like the original should always be it's like like the Lady and the Tramp thing, you know, because I I know we had talked about that. Mm-hmm. You know, they took out the whole Siamese Cat song and whatnot from the new remake for Disney Plus, and that's okay because you know maybe it doesn't fit into today's you know societal norms like it did back then. But the original one is still there, and you know, kids can still watch it, but they can be taught. It goes back to, you know, parents taking responsibility. They can be taught that, yes, this is how it was, but that doesn't mean that it's right. And that's how, that's how I feel. I like the warnings because I feel like it's a conversation starter between people, between parents and kids, between other, you know, kids and kids. Mm. Like, that this is how it was once upon a time, and we're not going to lie to you and tell you that this wasn't how it was, but that doesn't mean that it was right. No, yeah, I guess that's a positive way to look at them. <laughs> um, I just was kind of like um, with the warning signs, thinking that there was uh, it was kind of like, so don't don't yell at me. Like I I hold no responsibility for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it is, it totally is. But I just I feel about it the same way I feel about Snow White. You know, I I. I have nothing against Snow White as a movie or as a character or anything like that. And I would certainly never tell a little girl or a little boy 
in my life that they could not watch it because it's not the message that I think that they should learn. You know, of course they can watch it and of course they can enjoy it. But, you know, hopefully it becomes a teaching moment where we can say, you know, now just because her happy ending was being with the prince doesn't mean that yours has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't think of, I mean, guess we're talking about Snow White. I, I can't think of any negative impact Snow White had on me as, as a child. <laughs> In fact, I think I had a very positive <laughs> one because um, I, I like to say that it was, you know, the first horror movie I ever watched because it was so much of the movie is has so many horror elements to it (laughs) you know i mean yep i mean it has to be some of the first dark imagery and the thing about it is like you know like if you watch that as a kid i mean like i don't know it's it's, if you have a clean palette like how do you know that that's scary how do you know that you're supposed to be scared of it (laughs) like you don't because i wasn't i was never scared of watching snow white (laughs) you know like (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can identify. Oh, that's that's the bad person. That's the villain. You know, I clearly, you know, um, but yeah, and, and I mean, we we all watched the same movie, and we all took different things away from it. You know, some people were super scared and didn't like those parts of the movie. Some people, like you, loved those parts of the movie. You were fascinated by them. You know. Um, some little girls watched it and they wanted to be Snow White. You know, we know people who their favorite character, their favorite princess is Snow White because they identify with her. There's something about her that they were drawn to. And then you mm-hmm. have people like me who couldn't stand Snow White. I did not like her when I was little. I, I Something about her rubbed me the wrong way and I have never been a fan. But I loved the evil queen. You know, and I... So we all watch the same movie, but we all take something different from it. And that's, that's how, that's just, that's how it should be. You know, that's what makes us who we are. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, and back to the ride. <laughs> um, I think it should be the same thing. I think that, it, I hope that they keep it scary. I'm, I'm willing to accept any other changes, but if I feel like, if I feel like the scariness was toned down or, worst case scenario completely removed (laughs) like that would be a real bummer then james is going to give those imagineers a stern talking to yeah we're gonna (laughs) 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 gonna well well i mean i on the on the what i hope is not going to happen is kind of what seven doors mind train is now i know you haven't been on it yet but have you ever watched any of the videos yeah so, when it first opened, I did. Yeah, so oh, just as a re, I mean, it's it's essentially Big Thunder Light, and but there's yeah. elements of it. There's dark ride elements of it, and one of the dark ride elements is just hanging out with the dwarves in the mines. Hence, it's the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, of course, and they're they're singing and having you know, sitting, you're singing hi ho, and we're how exciting! Good to see that. Um, but there's really nothing scary about the ride at all. <laughs> uh, and, you know, spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't been on the attraction yet, 
Uh, when the ride concludes and you're waiting to get off, you pull up next to uh, the, the dwarf's cottage and you could see Snow White and the dwarves dancing with some pretty creepily impressive animatronics. But it's a very joyous <laughs> celebration. And as and as and just as you're about to uh, you know disembark, you could just see like peeking in the window that there's the old hag. Uh, very impressive animatronic as well, but this is really the only mentioned or, or appearance That's of her. That's it. There's nothing scary about it. in theming. <laughs> Maybe scared of the roller coaster elements, but nothing in theming that is scary. And you know that would be like that would that would really be a bummer if that was the case. If they actually <laughs> were like, you know, yeah, we'll throw the hag in there, I guess, but. <laughs> You know, eh, but it's mostly going to be about, you know, singing songs in the in the cabin. <laughs> I don't know. In order to do that, they would have to completely basically gut the ride, plan a new ride and build all new. Yeah, that's not happening sets. in, in so, 2020, at least. I would think that'd be over a year. <laughs> if that, yeah, if that was going to happen. So I don't <laughs> I don't feel like we have to worry about that because because it's just the time frame is wrong. This is this is an overlay time frame. This is a plusing time frame. This is not a we're going to build a new ride time frame. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm just I just uh I just thought it was worth addressing <laughs> that this could be toned down, but I I think what I need to prepare myself for is the removal of the bats. Yeah, I do too. I think you're gonna have to you're gonna have to brace yourself for that. But it's okay. We'll get through it. Yeah, it's gonna run, and I, and I feel like your your crocodiles are in danger. I'm not. I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> I told you, James. We're not putting that out in the universe. Now, I don't think the crocodiles will be removed, but I, I feel like. I feel like, like they might actually make them more realistic. They might. They might take out the animatronics that are there. In which case, I will make it my mission to buy the old animatronics so that I can put it in my house. Oh my God, Roxy! Yep. You. I didn't even think about the idea that all of these things are kind of eventually. They gotta go somewhere at the Van Eaton <laughs> Gallery in Sherman Oaks, California. <laughs> wow. Uh huh. That's something. Which, yeah, wow. I'm tell this little side rant as we end this episode. So, uh, the Van Eaton Gallery. Most people are more familiar with their huge exhibit they did last year. That's from Disneyland. What's that was one person's collection. I heard of it. Oh, what did you hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, That's from Disneyland. I've never heard of that before. I just chose this <laughs> random closed down Petco to get married in, and then all these Disneyland it was artifacts. A sport right smart. <laughs> Whatever the hell it was. Sir, it was a sport smart. Yes. Then <laughs> galleries, we we here at Creepy Kingdom and and me specifically. Um, have a very, very big soft spot in our heart for the Van Eaton Galleries um, because, A, they are amazing when it comes to Disney pieces, which is what James is about to talk about, mm. but also because last year I got married at one of their exhibits. 
Yes, I yeah. guess that did it. Yeah, and I thought it was all coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't find a venue. <laughs> How about a closed down Sports Smart or whatever it was? <laughs> hey, you know what I really want to do? I really want to get married in twelve days with absolutely no preparation at all whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. And we can't find a place to do it. So I heard there's an abandoned Sports Mart in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> What's <in> there? <laughs> And then, wow. Oh, my God. It's like a giant D. How lucky are we? <laughs> There's all this Disneyland stuff in here. It's awesome. Right? <laughs> I like Disneyland. Ever. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, what I was going to say was, um, so they have another auction happening uh, days from this recording. And so they've had a few things on exhibit. And I, and I went to check it out a few weeks ago. And I was just like. You know, they, they, you know, it's an auction, so whatever people pay, they pay. But they put, you know, the, the range of what they think, you know, the bidding should start at or whatever. And there's so many things that I was like, you know, I w- I'm like, I'm like, in the past, I would be like, you know, if I was like a millionaire, you know, I'd be the kind of guy that would, you know, buy, you know, a thousand pack of Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I would keep doing the same things just like endlessly. <laughs> just bigger. Yeah, just bigger. <laughs> Clearly, I'd get the premiere pass, uh, you know, for both coasts. But, you know, other than that, um, right. you know, and do whatever I want. But I but what I was thinking, you know, like a lot of things a lot of people spend a lot of money on. I, I, I would never do it on principle. But I would literally just spend thousands of dollars at this auction. Like I was like. There's so many incredible like things from the parks that I've just like this like this is this is the equivalent of like jewelry to me or like or like a Bentley. <laughs> right. Like, like I would collecting cars. Collecting cars, whatever it would be. I wouldn't do any of those things, but you know, drop like a hundred thousand dollars on like props that were inside Mr. Toad and and Snow White Scary Adventures for that matter, like like just to have it yeah. around my house like yeah, I 100% do that <laughs> <laughs> I would actually I would love to actually you know if if uh I don't know, maybe Shannon might go for it one day I would love to actually make like a room in my house like a like a like a dark ride not an actual ride but it, it's <laughs> it's decorating <laughs> Interesting. Actually, what I'd really like to do is we're going to bring this home. I would actually like to recreate this current version of Snow White's Scary Adventures in my backyard. In your backyard? Yeah. And I think that would be amazing, and I would totally spend hella time there, but there is no way Shannon's going to let you do that. (laughs) I think if I have the means to do it, that she'll be preoccupied doing other things. (laughs) That's very true. <laughs> if you had the means, if you had the means to rebuild Snow White Scary Adventures in your backyard as it is right now, Shannon would be very busy with her Sam collection and might not even notice. <laughs> she would even. <laughs> she only waits you for. She's like, oh, we have a backyard. I had no idea. Because <laughs> I, uh, yeah. By the way. Yes, I live with a woman that collects sand from Trick or Treat memorabilia, which is just um, um, was it was it in a Ralph uh, breaks the internet where at the end it was it became this like ever ending glob of uh, uh, like the virus. Oh, Ralph! Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
that's kind of what it feels like in my house of, of Sam that's just growing <laughs> into, the, into oh, this thing. Goodness. So, yeah, good times. Um, all right. Well, um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, you know, follow us on social media if we have more news or information about this. This is obviously a big deal for us as we've rambled on for about an hour about it. Um, and we Yep. You <laughs> can always find updates at creepykingdom.com. You can follow us on social media at creepy kingdom. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Roxy underscore tart. Yeah. What else can I do? And you can, I was going to say you can follow, I was waiting for you to pick it up. Oh. You like. And you can follow James on social media at, uh, is it, James H. Carter the second. Wow, you don't even know my like social media handles. <laughs> That's cold. No, I'm terrible. No, it's, I, my I, my I Instagram am. and Twitter James H. Carter two. You can find my Facebook page, which is JHC two public figure. I think that's what the. I don't know what the URL is. I don't know. I don't really use that one that much. <laughs> so don't worry about it. But but Instagram yeah. and uh, mostly I just use Instagram. Actually, I mostly just use Creepy Kingdom. So you don't need to even worry about following me. Just follow Creepy Kingdom. Because <laughs> my personal <laughs> is just a collection of uh, weird pictures of my face and food. Delicious food. All right. Um, six years, huh? We did it. Yeah. Still going. Did. Strong. Despite all the negative reviews. <laughs> <laughs> We're still yep. here. <laughs> Despite those those three people out there that don't like your laugh, we are still going strong. Yep. And we have a YouTube show. <laughs> on top of yeah, that. Yeah, check out our YouTube. You can find that uh, at Creepy Kingdom on YouTube. And also, of course, through our website, creepykingdom.com, you can find all of these things that's right and as soon as this episode ends and we stop talking then i'm gonna say all this stuff again as i do at the end of every episode <laughs> so we're really gonna reinforce that message <laughs> chad follow us on social media go to our website hang out with us let's keep it creepy for another at least another six more years but i'm thinking 20 i like it i'm down with 20 all right you heard that after 26 years we're closing up shop <laughs> 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 Bye. <laughs>
And like I stated at the top of the show, we have a lot more podcast stuff coming. We announced a new Harry Potter show on our social media recently. That's coming. Uh, CK News Flash has a really awesome episode coming up. Talking about uh, looking back at 2019, what's coming up in 2020. Just a lot of stuff coming your way. So sit tight, boys and girls. But until next time, let's close the gates.